Join us for lively discussion about the A-State community. Each week, we'll meet with a variety of faculty, staff, and students to discuss all things Arkansas State University. Live from the ASU TV studios in the School of Media and Journalism, this is A-State Connections. And hello, everyone. Welcome to A-State Connections on ASU-TV. I'm Jonathan Reeves, Academic Advisor at Arkansas State. The show you're watching right now on cable or social media is a product of the 24-hour, seven days a week, student-run, student-produced cable channel of the School of Media and Journalism, ASU-TV. There are many shows for everyone to watch on ASU-TV, and all the content is provided by the fine students of this university. Today, we're going to meet some of the students who are involved in ASU-TV. TV to learn about how they become involved along with talking about the different shows they produce. Joining me in this segment is Easton John, a senior from Kansas City, Missouri, who's the station manager for ASU TV, and Colby Thompson, a junior from Conway, Arkansas, is one of the producers for ASU TV. Thanks for joining me today. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for yeah, having us. Glad to be here. Want to ask you both first, and Easton, we'll start with you. How did y'all come to Arkansas State? Well, when I was touring Arkansas State back in 2019, I was just, um, it was crazy to see like how people just knew everybody. When I was walking on the tour, it seemed like everybody was friendly with each other and they all knew each other. And it was like one big family here. And so what also drew me here was uh, Mr. Pillow. You know, he took me on a, a tour of the um, ESPN uh, production truck. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was just great. And I uh, loved to see it and it was, it was, it's awesome. Yeah, we're talking about uh, one of our uh, great instructors, Mr. Mm -hmm. Colin Pillow, who yes. did, who's been kind of laid some of the groundwork for a lot of the TV right. stuff that's been that we're still doing today. Colby, tell me about how you came to Arkansas State. Yeah, so uh, for me, uh, it was a lot of I was looking for a media program, not just something that just did film, but I was just wanting something a little bit broader. Uh, and then also, Arkansas State offers a lot of really good scholarships. I think sometimes like the sticker price seems like it's going to be a little bit higher. But when you actually like get all the scholarships and things like that, it comes down really a lot, especially when I was looking at some like out-of-state options and things like that. This was a really good choice for me. When you talk about choices, one of the things that we talk about when we're talking to students is experience counts. Mm -hmm. Tell us about how you all put students to work right immediately uh, on ASU TV, Easton. Well, I'll, I'll answer this first. And, you know, and, uh, you know when people first... Uh, uh, join ASU TV. We try and make them feel as comfortable as possible when working equipment like this and making sure that they know the necessary steps to successfully operate something so that they're they're not confused, they're not panicking, and they're staying controlled and they're taking a hold of the situation and capitalizing on it. You know, what I really like is that it gives students the opportunity to be able to do just about whatever they want to do. And I know one of the things you've been working on, Colby, is working with students on different shows mm -hmm. and different productions. Kind of talk about that. Yeah. So um, we're actually, like, right nearby the set over there. But uh, I work on a show called Wald. Uh, basically, we bring together people from uh, different backgrounds, different beliefs, and put them in an escape room. Uh, so basically, like, you know, you might have, like, Christians and atheists or Democrats and Republicans just working together in an escape room. Uh, but there's been also a really good opportunity to, you know, get uh, students involved on the show. Uh, something I've really been trying to do this uh, with this go-round of the show is, you know, having 
other students who aren't members of staff but are there to like help me and assist me and uh, you know making sure they also feel like they're a part of the show and they, their decisions matter too. Um, and so I'm actually working with two really great students, uh, Ben and Hayden. They've been just a really great help uh, in making that show work. So we kind of have them, they're more like the producer roles, but then we also have students who, uh, you know, if they want a little bit less of a commitment, um, just showing up day of to help run, run cameras or uh, helping with the editing behind the scenes. It's, uh, yeah, putting students work like that, like that. You know, I think this is really interesting because students can really, if they want to put a show together and, and put it on ASU TV, they can do that. And I think that's encouraged because the more content that you have, the better it is, you know, because we want to have as much fresh content as possible. But Easton, I want to ask you about, kind of walk us through the process from show ideas to actually putting it on, kind of that creation process and the steps that go into that. You know, I would like to say that, you know, you can't just walk in and just have your show ready to go right from the start. You know, it, it starts with, you know, with an idea, making sure you have a foundation that can consistently work through weeks and uh, if you have that idea and you know you take the time to you know process your ideas and put it down on a piece of paper and present it to me or Mr. Dustin Sullivan you know we can we can get that show for you and you know if you have the right steps if you take the right steps then you can definitely have a show of your own. So with this WALD program, mm -hmm. that is really interesting, Colby, about that. How, how was it for you when you were saying, okay, I've got this idea, I want to put it down, but goodness, it's not easy to do something mm -hmm. like that. Kind of tell us about that part of how, how WALD has evolved. Yeah, yeah. So last year I actually worked on a show called uh, Name of the Game. Uh, it was a kind of a reboot of a show that we'd previously done on ASU TV. Uh, you know, I changed it up a little bit, but, you know, it was a show we've already done before. Uh, and over the summer, I was like, I was in San Francisco. I was doing like uh, mission work and things like that. And just all of a sudden I was like, yo, this would be a really cool idea. And so I just um, messaged uh, Easton and Mr. Sullivan over the summer. And they are really gracious to let me uh, kind of change what I had been doing and move on to something new. And so, you know, really grateful for that. Um, but kind of how it started, you know, it takes, it does take a lot of time, especially with something of this scale to get everything ready. A uh, big part of it was like finding everything I needed for the set and things like that. We had to, you know, paint a wall or two um, and, you know, think through like marketing and finding people to be both on the show and help on the show, um, you know, deciding what games we wanted to play, just a whole lot of, uh, it, you don't, you don't think that a TV show would take as long as it does because it's like, you know, like a 20-minute program. Right. But there's a whole, whole lot of, uh, you know, behind the scenes um, that goes on to both making the day run well on set, but also, um, you know, editing and making sure that it's a good quality program. Uh, yeah, and bouncing on Colby's point, you know, during the summer, he, he, you know, reached out and let me know about this idea. And I just told him to, you know, convince me why this will work. And, you know, I had a pretty good feeling about... Colby's ability because, you know, he did work on a show called Name of the Game. He knows how to run a game show. So having Wald is has been great. And, you know, he's definitely stepped up to the plate. And, and that's with all of our producers, honestly. You know, uh, with Red Wolf Roundtable as well, you know, they're, they're having their pregame show today. And, you know, that's a big deal for a big game with 
Arkansas State versus Troy, you know? And it's just a lot of people are going to be there, and a lot of eyes are going to be watching, so I couldn't be more proud of our producers here. You know, when you're talking about, and, and, and the context is, is that that game is going to be on national television on ESPNU. It's going to be the first time in many yep. years that we've had that there from First National Bank Arena. Um, so seeing this and how it runs on, you know, from behind the scenes and that, does it give you all a greater appreciation for when you all are watching like a live television uh, thing on ESPN or if you are watching, you know, just shows in general because you're now seeing how it ran on the back end? Yeah, uh, you know, how, other, how, how everybody gets their ideas is from, you know, they're inspired by people. And uh, if you can just, you know, take that idea, but not take it 100%, but just kind of put your twist on it and just lay that, lay what they did as a foundation, and then you have to build it up yourself. I mean, that's going to be a successful show. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I kind of playing off what Easton says there. I mean, like I don't, I don't. Created creativity doesn't happen in a vacuum. Uh, a lot of times, you know, you have to. There's other things that are going to inspire what you're doing. Like for me, uh, with Wald, um, you know, I look, I watch the channel Jubilee a lot uh, on YouTube. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, I really, really like this thing. So I, had to, uh, I wanted to make something similar to them because they are very big on um, content that kind of talks about different issues and things like that, but also making it a little different and a little more, uh, you know, fun and things like that with the whole game show aspect. So when you're bringing people together and, you know, at the end of the show, what, what do you learn, you know, about, about this when you have, like, Republicans and Democrats together and mm -hmm. that kind of what, what's your takeaway? So for me, what's been really, really interesting is I think a lot of times we think like, oh my gosh, like when I, when I started this, it was like, okay, are, are we going to be able to do this? Are we going to end up in a whole bunch of controversy because of this? And like, really? Like when you get people together and like you say like, hey, we're just working together towards this common goal and we're not trying to fight each other right now. Like people can really work together. Sure. Like they really can. And I think that's been really cool to see. You know, and I think it's one of those things that when you break it all down, and, and I was in news for a long time, mm -hmm. you know, people generally just want the same thing. They want, you know, good education for their children. Mm -hmm. They want to be able to hopefully have a good economy and all these other things. And I think that's what you're talking about yeah. here is that when you can break it all down, uh, we're just humans just trying to help one another. Yeah. You yeah. know? Right. And just and, and going back on that, uh, you know, you're, you're at – you're at school, you know, you're here to learn, you're here to go yeah. to classes, but you know, our program allows you to escape from that and, you know, have a little bit of fun at college. Cause you know, you don't wanna, I, I mean, there's some people that wanna keep their head in the books, which I respect that, but you know, there's people that wanna have fun. And I feel like this is just a program where you can do whatever you want and you can just have fun doing it. Well, the one thing I, I wanna go back to what Colby had said on Wald is that you were doing the game show mm -hmm. for the long time, the name of the game. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important for students to be able to just challenge themselves mm -hmm. and being able to say, you know what, this is something else, I'm gonna step out of that comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You could have very easily done another you know, game yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've could, yeah, definitely would have been easy to just keep on going with that, but I think, uh, for me, it was just really important to lean into something that I felt like was a little bit more impactful and things like that. I mean, you know, I think Name of the Game was great. I enjoy it. Like, I got a, I finally got a cable so I can watch ASU TV in my dorm room, and it's, like, easy now. Sure. It's, like, basic. Sorry. But, uh, you know, being able to do something that I think aligns a little bit more with, like, my values and being able to bring people together, I think it's just a really big deal to me, um, you know, just seeing having meaningful conversations and not just, you know, just sure. playing a game. And, and 
you know, you saw the the clips on uh, on the TV. Uh, I mean, he Colby designed that whole set by himself. He went. We unfortunately do not have you know a typewriter and all that. But he went out and you know did that his own. Shout out and to my mom. Yeah, for just, yeah a shout lot out to mom. <laughs> Moms are always great. helping. Moms are the best. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's yeah. So it's just it's crazy to see you know Colby capitalize on this idea, and it's been fun to watch. You know, Easton. One thing I was wanted to ask you real fast is that now that you've been you know TV uh, ASU TV station manager, and that have mm -hmm. you been thought have you thought about going into uh, you know management and those kinds of things? Yeah, I mean this this position has taught me a lot about leadership, and that's the one thing that I've taken from it is you know how you know back then I was not that big of a leader. Looking back on it and. Seeing where I am right now, I can, you know, comfortably say, like, I manage, management position, if I were to get that, I would feel very much comfortable than I would have a year ago. So, so yeah. Colby, uh, we got about a minute left. Yeah. What about uh, you and producing? Yeah, I mean, I think what's been really great for me is getting, one, to just have, like, kind of a creative avenue to put things in, uh, but also, like, kind of with leadership, too. It's, you know, even... I mean, Easton's like leading the entire station, but every producer here has to lead a crew and a production and things like that. Uh, and so that's been really great for me to get some leadership experience there. And also just uh, a lot of thought that I hadn't normally done into like pre-production and things like that. And that's been really great for that. Members of the ASU TV staff are joining us today on A-State Connections. When we come back, we'll be joined by other ASU TV producers to hear about their experiences working on ASU TV. We'll take a break. We'll be right back after this. say experience counts, it's experience that counts for a lifetime. Boxes, boxes, I cannot fit in the boxes. Stop it, stop it, quitting was never an option. Exhausted, exhausted, this passion is never exhausted. And you cannot stop it, nah, you cannot stop it. I think one of the things I learned at Arkansas State was life is 10% of what happens to you, 90% of how you respond to it, and that's just something that I live by. A-State is home and they're going to treat you like you're a part of the family. Live from the ASU TV studios in the School of Media and Journalism, this is A-State Connections. And welcome back to A-State Connections on ASU TV. I'm Jonathan Reeves. We continue talking about the great opportunities that ASU TV has to offer to all students, faculty, and staff of Arkansas State. We're now joined by Ty Phillips, a senior from Harrison, Arkansas, who's a producer and co-host of ASU TV Tonight, and Tristan Harlan, a junior from Cabot, Arkansas. Tristan is the sports producer for ASU TV and co-host of Red Wolf Roundtable. And gentlemen, thanks for joining us here on A-State Connections. Hey, man, I've been trying to get on the same screen with you for three years now, and I'm glad to do it today. It, it has happened here, finally. <laughs> and so that's, that's fantastic. So I want to ask you both the same questions that I asked 
uh, Colby and Easton. How did y'all come to Arkansas State? Tristan, we'll start with you. So I have been in the t a TV program like this since I was a sophomore in high school at Cabot. Um, originally, I was going to go to U the University of Central Arkansas in Conway, but uh, my teacher at the time, who's now retired, Mr. Chuck Massey, forever will be in debt with that man. What a great man he is. Uh, he told me, he said, son, if you want to make it big in this business, you need to go to Arkansas State. You know, you don't need to go out of state. You need to go be in Jonesboro. You need to go be a Red Wolf and hook up with the guys that are in the media program down there. So I took a tour here with Dr. Rollins, my mother and I. Um, shout out her for everything she's done for me took a tour with Dr. Rollins, and, you know, once I seen that, I, I fell in love with the place. Yeah. Ty? I was actually a transfer student. Uh, I went and did two years at a community college back in Harrison, and I didn't even know I wanted to do, like, media. I did, like, I worked for the radio station, but uh, I had a teacher, and we uh, built a, like, sports broadcasting program at my community college. Right. And he t uh, is an alumni from Arkansas State, and he said, hey, man, if you want to go, I mean, Arkansas State has it. So I got on a Zoom call with Mr. Sullivan and kind of looked at what this place has to offer. I was like, man, you, you really can't beat that experience. So shout out to my instructor, Mr. Mahoney. Yeah, that's fantastic. So now you all are both here working on different shows and that, and I want to kind of go through those real fast. And actually, Ty, I want to start with you about ASU uh, TV Tonight. Tell mm -hmm. us about that. So I'm a co-host for ASU TV Tonight, and it's more of a kind of a late night kind of like, I mean, everyone's seen Jimmy Fallon. It kind of is similar aspects to that where we have, like, fun games or we have guests that come on and we talk about different stuff that's happening on campus or we come up with, like, funny trends that are happening on social media. So it's very lighthearted, and it's just kind of a way to entertain the audience. Very good. What have you enjoyed most about that show? I would say just working with uh, my partner, uh, Easton John. He's just an incredible guy, and being able to kind of talk to him and, like, bounce ideas off, really just kind of networking, it, that would, I would say that's, like, the most fun part about it. So, Tristan, let's talk about uh, Red Wolf Roundtable and, and how you've been working on that. Yeah, so Red Wolf Roundtable started off as a, you know, kind of a rebound foundation from what my co-host and I, Cooper Milder, did in high school called the Panther Forum. Um, we got to Arkansas State knowing, hey, we're both sports guys. We both love the craft. What can we do to kind of replicate that with the Arkansas State Red Wolves? And, you know, shout out Jacob Keene sent me a group me message one night and said, hey, I don't know if you know about this or not, but the show Red Wolf Roundtable hasn't been picked up, I think, in a year, so far that year. So I got with Cooper and we started doing it. And, you know, at first it was kind of, you know, getting your feet wet, trying to understand everything. And now here we are being on ESPN plus broadcast twice. Shout out Brad Bobo for, you know, giving us that sort of sort of rub. And now we're getting ready to do a pregame show, college game day style for the Arkansas State Troy game. Yeah, you've been able to do numerous things there. And, I, you know, the experiences are, are, you know, once in a lifetime to be able to do that, you know, uh, as you're getting. How has that helped you? both of you with your experiences become better broadcasters, maybe be able to learn more about how has this helped in your respective fields? And Tristan, we'll start with you and then we'll go to Ty. So I, there's a lot of things that I did not understand, like when I came in, because, you know, when you come in from sort of the stuff I was doing, I was thinking, okay, you know, it's just going to be like, you know, shower, rinse, and repeat, same deal. But no, like when I got here, it was kind of a rude awakening because I had to start at the bottom and I had to work my way back up. 
and, you know, just working the numerous ESPN broadcasts that I've worked with Chase Weeks, Jake Williamson, A-State alumni, and people like that, like, I've been able to understand more about what a sports production is. You know, no, disc no discredit to Mr. Dustin Sullivan either because he's been one of the best teachers at Arkansas State University to help me achieve my dream, and that's being a play-by-play -play commentator for somewhere, some, somebody somewhere. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, just those ESPN broadcasts have really just changed my perspective of sports as a whole. Yeah, Ty? I would say it's fairly similar to Tristan, just being able to kind of go make those connections. Like, I worked with ESPN, and then I've got to, like, for this tour game, I get to go, like, work utility for, like, the big ESPN truck that's coming in and just really getting that help and those connections made by uh, Mr. Sullivan. Just, like, he's going out of his way to, like, connect us and get us more involved in our field and not just, like, because I came in wanting to be a sports a play-by-play -play commentator, but then I know there's more to that in the sports production, and I feel like him, like, getting us out there and learning these different fields is what's so important. You know, it's interesting whenever you see uh, the, the what, what you see when you're looking at a game on ESPN Plus and all that really is the back end of all the work that's done on the front end, and I know that was very eye-opening for you both to be. Can you all describe, you know, that and, and how it's kind of maybe changed your perspective on how games like these are put together for TV. Yeah, so so for those of you that don't know, I do graphics for the Arkansas State ESPN broadcast. And, man, I tell you, just the transition from late last year going into last baseball season to now, just the overall preparedness of it, whether it's doing Excel sheets for the expression machine, looking up storylines, understanding players' backgrounds, personalities, coaches' personalities, it's just one of those things that – you know, when you're growing up with your dad or your uncle, whoever that you watch sports with, you're like, oh, these guys and girls are superheroes and they're like once-in-a-lifetime athletes. And now, you know, here I am as a junior working with these people like an Izzy Higginbottom or like, a, you know, whoever. And just the overall preparedness is one of those things that I don't think a lot of people understand about this. Yeah, Ty? I would say the preparedness, but also just kind of the work that goes in behind the scenes. Like, I worked camera and then being able – like, you know, you'd have to know – what player you're going to be shooting the most. Like, hey, this coach has this many games, so make sure to get, like, I mean, this is like a milestone game, make sure to get this. I mean, just kind of going in and, like, setting up everything, just like, because when I came in, I thought, like, a sports production was fairly easy, and I didn't know, like, how much preparedness and, like, preparation and work that went in behind the scenes. So just kind of coming in was very eye-opening. Okay, so I'm going to date myself because I am, I'll be 50 this year. Don't look that, a day over 20. Uh, well, I appreciate that. That's another 20 I owe you for saying that. <laughs> so, you know, back in the 90s when I would watch SportsCenter on ESPN, it was the dream team. To me, I thought it was a dream team of Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann. And they would, the way that they would interact with each other and set things up on SportsCenter. And then, and, and, but it doesn't have to be them. You can pick any tag team on that and how they're, they're just effortlessly rolling through video clips, describing plays, doing all that stuff. How is that setting that up and kind of getting that ready? Can you explain what all goes into that? Because once again, you see the back end of it, you see the finished product, but all of that preparation, uh, can you kind of describe how, you know, what goes into that? Yeah, so I've been fortunate enough to have kind of the same broadcast partner since I was junior, so sophomore, junior in high school, and his name's Cooper Melder, who couldn't be with us today. Um, and, you know, sorry if I kind of tear up a little bit because it just shows how much work we've done together. Right. But, 
you know, Cooper, he was able to, you know, stop playing football in high school. His dad was actually a coach on the Cabot football team. He came to start doing the broadcast with me. And one of those things when you're setting your partner up is you got to understand their cues and they've got to understand yours. Whether it's, you know, I'm starting to slow down on my words a little bit so Cooper can pick it right back up and go faster or something along those lines is, it's just a cue that you have to understand with your partner, no matter who it is, no matter what you're talking about. The longer you do it with the same person, the more repetition you're going to get and the better it will be. So just really the cues of knowing when someone's going to slow down, when someone's going to kind of use their body language to maybe not directly say, okay, Jonathan, let's look at this. They're kind of look slowly turning to you and saying, you know, so-and-so is doing this on the fast break and then sure. so on and so forth. Right. Yeah, Ty. I would kind of just kind of piggyback off what Tristan said. You know, it's a lot about, like, getting the cues, but it's also about, like, kind of having that same energy with your partner. Because my partner is Easton John, and I've only got to work with him for a couple games. And we were just kind of fortunate enough to have, like, a good energy lock there. I mean, we're pretty synced up. So, like, whenever one of us gets super hyped, the other one is able to kind of feed off that energy and continue on throughout the game. And I feel like that's something that, like, not everyone knows just watching. So for the national televised game that's going to be tonight on ESPNU, how are you all doing in the preparations? What are some of the ways that you all are going to get prepared for doing like a pregame? Well, uh, so I've been kind of slowly preparing since 6 a.m. this morning. Um, you know, I kind of did a little bit last night after the ESPN Plus broadcast of the women's game versus Troy. Um, but, you know, when the idea was brought up for the pregame show, it started in the back of my head thinking, okay, what can we do and what can we not do? And now it's, you know, kind of going back and watching some old college game days with Kurt Herbstreet, Lee Corso, maybe not doing like a mascot head like Lee Corso does, but just the in-depthness of it and being able to fully break down a game to where even the, the person that's never seen a game of basketball in their life has been able to, will be able to understand what this matchup means to both these teams. I mean, right. we're on the cusp of the Sunbelt Conference Conference tournament in Pensacola, Florida. And there's no bigger game right now in the Sunbelt Conference than Troy versus Arkansas State because of what this game means to these teams. And if you want to know more, you just have to watch the pregame show, know more about it. Yeah, exactly. That sounds good. I want to go back to ASU-TV for just a few seconds because I know, Ty, you have been a huge part of being able to put this together. How do you and Easton come up with story ideas? How do you all work on on those different things and kind of get ready for the show and the show prep? So we work uh, – so our shows are normally on a Friday, and we prep the whole week. It normally, the, our ideas, like, me and Easton will call each other or text each other at random times of the day and say, okay, I got this crazy idea. Let's do it. And it's just kind of off the top of our domes. Like, we'll be walking, see each other in the union. We'll be like, hey, I have this idea. So once we kind of get an idea early in the week, we spend that week just trying to fill in those segments, get stuff going. And most of it is just, like, crazy stuff that's happened to us this week. Like, there's always something that's happened. Like, Easton went to the Kansas City uh, parade when they won the Super Bowl. So it's just some crazy stuff that's happened to us throughout the week. Yeah, and so I know that you all are doing this stuff on the front end, but how does the back end work? Because, like, right now we've got technical directors, we've got people who are running the sound, people running graphics, doing other things. How does that work? Do you all just uh, pull in different students to be able to help with that, or how does that work? Due to our time, it is kind of difficult on, like, a Friday to get those certain students at, like, the time that we do do our show. Sure. So right. we, we're very fortunate enough to have staff like Tristan, Cooper, and Mr. Sullivan to kind of come in on their own time to help us with our production, getting everything kind of set up. 
Yeah, but we could not do what we do without all those people kind of running in the back Absolutely. there and doing Absolutely. all that stuff. So before I let you all run, because now we're about to wrap this up, I really appreciate you all being here. Anything else you would like to add about uh, what you all are doing or shows that are coming up? I know obviously you all are getting ready for the big uh, pregame show tonight uh, for Arkansas State and Troy. That will be on ESPNU tonight at 8 o'clock. Yeah, and, and this kind of just isn't about the pregame show, but this is about just the school media and journalism as a whole. Like, and this goes out to any student that is kind of on the verge of saying, okay, well, I want to get involved, but I don't know what to do. I mean, Easton kind of talked about it perfectly earlier, but, like, if you want to do it, come do it. Like, you never know if it's going to work. You never know if it's not going to work. You don't know how it's going to go until you try. I mean, you know, one of the biggest things for myself with Red Bull Frown Table has been, okay, what if the Red Wolves don't do good in such and such sports or there's nothing to talk about? I mean, you just got to understand that, like, nine times out of ten, someone's going to want to hear what you have to say somewhere, some way, and even if it's just something funny. So if you want to get involved, just for sure, come do it. We have the best program in the nation. Ty, we got about 30 seconds. I mean, just pay back off of them. Come do it. Just ask. You don't know if you never ask. Very good. I hope you all see the reason why I love my job, and you all have been able to see – these students here and what they're doing and the best ways that they're doing it. This is why I love what I'm doing and I love these students so much and I want to thank my guests who have been here today. Easton John, Colby Thompson, Ty Phillips, and Tristan Harlan. Thank you all uh, for coming and being part of this. also want to thank Creative Media Production Instructor Dustin Sullivan and the amazing students who are right now behind the scenes running the show today doing a fantastic job. Also thanks to Jacob Keene and Timothy Arquit for their help on the show. Join us next week for another edition of A-State Connections on ASU-TV. Thanks for watching and so long, everyone.